Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. Once again, thank you for giving me your time, your attention, and your earbuds week after week. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I think once we go through this thought process, we're going to reduce overwhelm and also guilt. A lot of times, many entrepreneurs inside my program and also my business associates share with me that they are feeling overwhelmed with the amount of things that they need to do for their business and also in their personal life. And inside our mentorship program, The Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, one of the things that I teach is to not be afraid to say no so you can create boundaries. And these boundaries is going to protect your time and your energy and sometimes even your finance. So today we're going to go through the thought process that I teach my unstoppable eventrepreneur inside the mentorship program and also to all my business associates who have shared with me that they have a hard time saying no when someone asks them for help. So my thought process is when someone comes to me for help, regardless whether it's financial or non-financial related, I use this same process, okay? And my ultimate goal is to understand when I say yes to something, I am at peace when I say yes. When I say no to something, I am at peace when saying no. So this thought process has helped me tremendously. And many of my clients inside the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, how to say no without guilt, okay? That's why I named this episode, How to Say No Without Guilt, all right? So here is the thought process. Get your pen and your paper ready. When someone comes to me for help, before I readily say yes or no, I would ask myself a few questions, okay? So that when I come to the final decision, regardless whether it's a yes or a no, I have gone through an intentional process to come to that conclusion. So I make peace with myself. The very first question I ask is when this person comes to me for help, I will always ask, am I the only person she had approached for help? Or did she ask for help from some other people? Is it always me? Is it always me on her speed down to ask for help? Or she has already asked other people? If it's always me, why is that? Why does she think that she can call me for every single thing when she needs help? 
Why am I on her speed dial? Why does she think that it's okay to reach out to me every single time when she needs help and not ask other people? I have to ask that. Is it because I have enabled her that she can call me anytime for anything? What kind of message am I sending to her? What if I'm extremely busy and I, she's so used to getting a yes from me and when I have to say no, how is it going to be like? So I have to ask myself, am I the only person she's asking for help? And I have to ask her too, right? Did you ask other people before you asked me? Now, this is a very difficult process if you are just starting out because the other person, especially if they're so used to you saying yes all the time, and now you're questioning them, oh, did you ask other people before you asked me? They would not understand why would you even ask that question. Immediately, they will assume that you're going to say no to them. And that's not a bad thing. You must understand that. The reason why we couldn't say no or find it hard to say no is because we want people to, to love us and not label us as being selfish and also not feel so because we don't want to feel bad when we say no. Okay. For all this, for many reasons. And one of it is we don't want them to make that make us feel like we are outcasts. Okay. So it's the fear of rejection. All right. Ultimately, it comes down to the fear of rejection. You must understand why you're going through this process. The reason why we're going this, through this process is to reduce the overwhelm that with the time or the money that you are giving out, you could be at a deficit and you may not even see it until it hit you like a, like a train wreck that you didn't see it coming. So you must understand why you're doing this process. If you don't understand why you're doing this process, when you ask this question, it wouldn't make sense to the other person and wouldn't make sense to you. There is no reason why you are asking that question if you can't connect to why you're asking that question. So you want to be able to ask that question, you know, did you ask other people for help already before you come to me? And if she said no, and you see that it's a repeating pattern that she's always asking you first, why is that? Did you enable her to do that? Did you give her the power or the impression that she can just stop by or call you anytime, anywhere and expect you to help, okay? So you gave her the power to overwhelm you, basically. It doesn't sound right. You probably is saying over at the other end while watching this podcast or listening to this podcast that no, May, of course not. Well, your actions, you may not think that way, but your actions is showing her a different message, okay? So after you ask that, the next question is, why are others? If she said, if she told you that, oh yeah, I've asked other people already, okay? Why are others saying no to her? What's the reason that others are saying no to her? Okay? And she's able to accept the no. And then when it comes to you, why do you have to feel bad by saying no? If she can accept the no from other people, what makes you think that she cannot accept the no from you? Right? What makes you think that you have to save the world, that you have to save this person when the others have already said no? Okay? So you have to understand why. Why are these people saying no to you? You have to ask her. Why are they saying no to you? Why are they not helping you? If she gives you some reasons, then you have to ask yourself, do I have the same reason for me to say no? Right? If let's say she, she's asking for money, 
And the reason why people are saying no is because they don't have enough to give or they need the money for something else. And then she comes to you. You may be an, in a buy too. You may need the funds for something. And what makes you feel that you have to say yes because she has already said no, she already gotten no's from others. So if other people can put their needs above hers, why do you feel bad if you were to put your needs above hers? Now, these two things, these two questions, the first two questions is going to challenge, is going to challenge your belief of growing up, people asking you or telling you that you, you should always take care of others. You should always take care of others. You should always give, 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 right? But they forgot to tell you when you always take care of others and you don't take care of yourself, you will run at the deficit and the amount of giving you have is limited. When your cup is full, okay? When you are running at, you know, when you're running a full cup, you can give a lot more. When you have more, you can give more. But if you are not able to even sustain yourself emotionally, financially, how can you sustain another person, right? So do not labor your action either to help or not to help. Do not label that as whether you're a good person or you're a bad person. There's no labeling here. There's no judgment. It's just is. It's just is. Okay? That's just the reality. So going through this thought process is going to help you understand what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to. Again, as I was saying that. So first, again, let me summarize. First question, am I the only person she asked for help? Right? Why is that? And then why is that? Why am I the only person she asked for help? And then question number two, assuming that she did ask for help from others, why are others saying no to her? Okay, why? What's the reason? What's the reason they're saying no to her? Okay. And then the third question is, do you need the help now? Why does it have to be now? Can it be done later? A lot of times, I often say this to my family members, my loved ones, my team. Lack of planning from your end does not constitute an emergency on my end, okay? Lack of planning from your end does not constitute an emergency on my end. So, if it's so urgent, that means she didn't do proper planning, okay? Or something could have come up that is out of the blue that she didn't plan for. So, it could be that too. So this, are, this question is going to help you evaluate, okay, is this a one-time thing or is this a repeating pattern? Okay, is it always an emergency with this person? Or is it lack of, you know, or is it lack of planning? She could have preempt this and plan properly. Okay, do you need help now or can this wait? You want to ask this question. And then you want to ask, what are the consequences, right? If she doesn't get the help now, What's the consequences if she doesn't get the help now? If she doesn't get the help now, what's, what's going to happen? Okay, what's going to happen to her? Is it going to be a life and death situation? Or she can come up with solutions. We are so, sometimes just so quick to give solutions. We are not helping the other person exercise their own brain power or empower them to think for themselves. So we become their solution provider. So we have trained them to not find solutions themselves. So we want to ask this question, okay? If she doesn't get the help now or later, what's going to happen? 
is there a solution around this problem? All right. Okay. So the next question you want to ask is by helping this person with this problem, am I enabling her to perpetuate a repeating issue? By helping her this time, okay, am I enabling her to not solve the problem permanently, especially it's a repeating request, all right? So if I were to help her and it's always the same issue, that means we, I am enabling her to not find a, a once and for all solution for that problem, okay? So the problem will always be there. So your help is always going to be a band-aid. It's never going to solve the problem. So if the problem is never solved, it will never go away. It will always come back. So this is going to keep repeating, all right? That's why it's a vicious cycle, okay? And if you were to help her, you have determined that, okay, this is not a repeating problem. This is a one-time-off, right? If I would, so you, it's all legit already. So you have gone through this whole thought process. Okay, she has talked to other people and other people couldn't help her because of ABC, DEF reason. And for you, those reasons does not apply. Those reasons do not apply to you. So you go to the next rank. Okay, she has already asked for help. And, and um, so it's not just me. All right, that's good. Then you ask, okay, you'll find out what's the reason why they say no to you and those reasons do not apply to you. So you actually have the resources all the time to help her. Okay, that's good. And then you have to ask yourself, okay, does she need the help now or later? Okay, can this wait because you're in the middle of something, right? If it's urgent, why? Why is it urgent? What is it, what's going to happen if you don't help this person right now, all right? What's going to happen if you help the person later, all right? And then you also have to ask, by helping this person, am I perpetuating a repeating pattern of behavior of problem? That means we're enabling her to repeat the same problem. That means we're not solving the problem. We're not empowering her to solve the problem. We are like her temporary band-aid, okay? So if you have come to the conclusion, nope, this is not a repeating problem. This is a one-time emergency. I have the time. I have the resources to help her. Everybody said no to her already. And you have the time and the resources to help her. Okay, let me help her. This is not a repeating problem. It's a one-time emergency. I'm going to help her. So the final question you're going to ask yourself is by helping her right now with whatever she needs help with, how is that going to impact my life? How is that going to impact my personal life and my business? Okay, so this is like the clincher, the final, final, final question. That means everything is yes, 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 yes. Okay, this final question has to be a yes. If you can answer that question and that answer is by helping her right now, it's not going to inconvenience me to the extent that is detrimental to myself and my family and my business, it's okay. So that's okay. A little bit inconvenience is fine. No problem. But if you yourself is in a situation that you need the time and you need the resources, even though you have the time and the resources to help her, she has already gone through the whole cycle. 
of asking other people. This is a one-time emergency. But when it comes to this very last question, by helping her, it's going to create hardship for you. It's going to create turmoil in your family life. It's going to have your business take a backstand. That means you need to really think twice. Is this the right time for me to help her? Am I the right person to help her? Okay, is there any other alternative to solve this problem? Because if it's going to take away your time and your resources that you could use to create something else that is going to bring you a lot more abundance and with the abundance, you are able to help more people, this person, for instance, in a better capacity instead of a limited capacity it makes sense to not help at this time, okay? To not help at this time. So this whole process requires very intentional questioning of yourself and of the other person. You may experience some people being impatient with you and say to you that, why are you asking me all these questions? Do you want to help or not? These people are throwing their tantrums, okay? You do not have to put up with that. They are asking you for help and you have every right to say yes or no. If they are throwing a tantrum when you're asking them all these questions, that means you have previously given them the liberty to cross your boundary. You have not expressively Express your boundary. That's why now they're like a shock, okay? You never used to ask me all these questions. Why are you asking me all these questions now? When you're up-leveling your game, personal life and your business, there are some hard decisions that you have to make. And this is one of the hard decisions and I have learned from firsthand, okay? Give you a perfect example, right? May not be directly related to this, but give you a perfect example. I was supposed to host a Passover dinner together with a dear friend of mine. Initially, we were supposed to both cook the main course. And then I got invited to a conference that takes up five days straight of my time. And I couldn't make the time to cook, right? I could if I want to, but getting home at eight o'clock at night, every night where I'm already missing my husband and my daughter. And for me to have to cook a dish, right? That means I have to work overnight because the dish is going to take, is the dish that I want to prepare is going to take at least two to three hours. So I will not be going to sleep until like midnight. And then the food will not be fresh the next day because it's for the next day. I couldn't cook the day for the day. So I've come to the conclusion to be all honest with my dear friend and say that, hey, listen, I can't cook, but I can buy more sites or I can buy a main course. She was a little taken aback because we already have decided that we want to do it together. She was depending on me and I felt really, really bad by indirectly saying no to her asking me for help. So I felt really bad. But I know that if I were to say yes to it, I'm going to create so much fatigue for myself, so much create a disgruntled environment for my husband and my daughter that when I come home, they want all of me, not in the kitchen. So 
Do I have the time and the resources to actually make it happen? Absolutely. But is it going to eat into my sanity, my happiness, peace and joy and the time with my family, which is extremely important and rest and rest for me so that I can show up the next few days for the conference 100%. Yes, it's going to compromise that. That's when I realized that I have to be less of a good friend and be honest with my friend and say that, I'm so sorry I couldn't do it this time, but I we, I'm willing to buy the main course and the sites. And she was like, okay, never mind. It's okay, I'll do it. And I felt really bad. Okay, so you see, she found the solution, but I felt bad that she had to go find the solution. So I felt really guilty. And to a point that I told her that, you know what, I don't think I will come because I feel that I didn't contribute. I'm not contributing. She says, don't be silly, okay? Don't be silly. I've already, you know, when you say no, I, I already switch things around and I, I can solve the problem. Just come and enjoy. So we make peace, okay? We make peace. And what I'm teaching you is not just for business. It's also for personal life. If you continue with this thought process and have an open conversation with the other person who understand where you're coming from and you're not just saying no for no reason. You have to protect your own well-being. You need, that's why in the airplane, right? They always say put on the oxygen mask first, then for yourself, then you put on to your child. You have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of the others. And in this case, I had to take care of myself and I felt really bad, very, very guilty especially when I said yes in the beginning. So I had to have a heart-to-heart talk with her and she said, don't worry about it. So I still show up feeling extremely guilty. Guess what I did? When I was at the party, I helped to clean up a lot. I helped to do a lot of cleanup. So she has less to do. So I contributed in another way. So just know that when you say no to someone, to that thing, it doesn't mean that you cannot continue to help that person. You can help that person in other forms. And in fact, a lot of times when we go through this whole thought process, you are actually helping the person more than you know because now you're empowering the person to start thinking for themselves and not constantly relying for, to someone or on someone to get answers, okay? So this is probably a podcast you have to listen a few times to really jot down the questions and ask it in your own fashion. But in summary, I always ask myself these few questions. Number one, did she ask other people before she asked me? If she only asked me, why is that? Why is she always asking me first and not other people first? Okay. And then number two is assuming that she did ask other people, why are other people saying no to her? What's the reason? And what do I have to feel bad if I were to say no to her, whereas the others, you know, could say that to her? Why, why can't I? Why do I assume that she's not going to accept my no, right? And then the third thing I'm going to ask is, do we have to do it now? Can we wait? Can we wait for this? Do we have to do it now? The first, fourth question I'm going to ask is, if I were to help her, am I enabling a, a problem that keeps repeating itself? If it's a one-time thing, no problem. But it's always the same problem. That means she hasn't found a solution herself to solve that problem. So I am enabling her to perpetuate the problem. 
So that's not a good thing for me to do. And if assuming this is a one-time thing, then I can say yes. But before I say yes, I'm going to ask the last question, the fifth question. By saying yes, how is that going to inconvenience me in a sense that how is that going to affect my peace and my joy? Okay, peace, love, and joy. Okay, how is that going to affect my peace, love, and joy for myself, my business, and my family? If it's going to cause a, a temporary disturbance of peace, love, and joy that I can live with, no problem. But if I am also in a situation that I need to preserve my peace, love, and joy for myself, my family, and my business, then I have to say no. Because if I were to say yes, that means I'm saying no to myself. And what is the worst thing we can do to ourselves? Rejecting ourselves, rejecting self-help, okay? So I go through this whole process and that's how I'm able to eliminate overwhelm and also not feel guilty by saying no because I have been extremely intentional going through the whole thought process to decide whether is this going to be a yes answer or no answer, all right? Hopefully this podcast gives you some clarity on how to say yes when to say yes and when to say no without any guilt. So before I go, just want to do a quick reminder. We have our next in-person event happening, which is on June 3rd. All right, June 3rd, 2023. It's a Saturday. It's going to be at Fort Lauderdale. And this time around, the topic is profit on repeat. So basically, we're going to talk a lot about money. Okay, we're going to talk about your relationship with money. What are the what does it mean to you when you have money? How does it make you feel? And we're going to talk about what are the obvious things that you can see that's blocking you from making more money. And we're going to discover what are the not so obvious things that is causing you to not reach your earning potential. Okay. And we're going to be talking about what is the, how much money do you really need to live your best life? We've got to do with the numbers, right? We need to understand how much we really need so that we can formulate a plan. So once we formulate a plan, we're going to start thinking how we're going to use that money so that the money can make more money for us. But first and foremost, we're going to look at our business, right? Are we priced correctly? So we're going to be talking about pricing. Are we priced correctly? And we're going to have to figure out how much do we need to sell in order to reach that income goal so that we can live our desired lifestyle and the different pricing strategy, psychology behind pricing so that we can charge what we want to charge. So that's what we'll be covering on June 3rd is a full day event from 8 to 5 in person. And if you cannot come in person, which is at Fort Lauderdale, then you can join us virtually. As I'm recording this episode, it's still in April. Our early bird fee is $4.97 for in-person. It includes a recording of the session, your workbook or food and beverage. And if you are joining us virtually, the fee is $2.97. After April 30th, the in-person fee goes up to $5.97 all the way until June 3rd, okay? It is not a huge event. I like to keep my events very intimate because we have Q&A. And especially when we talk about money, we're going to really, really, really dive into the things that you don't even know it's there. So if this is what you want to do, send me an email, may at eventsforanyone.com, M-A-Y at E-V-E-N-T-S, number four, 
anyone.com. And I will send you the information about the in-person event. If you want to join us virtually, something, drop me an email and I will send you the payment link and the Zoom link will be sent out closer to date. So if you know of anybody who can benefit from a conference like this, for those of you who are not in my mentorship program yet and want to experience how I teach, coming to my in-person event is a great way to have a feel of this is how I coach before you make the investment, you know, a high four-figure, low five-figure investment to work with me. So this will be a good opportunity. So if you know of anybody who can benefit from this, please share the information because we do give out a referral bonus as well. If you want to bring a friend, you also get a referral bonus. So please share the information or reach out to me and I can give you more information about the event so you can share with any, any friends or family who you think will benefit from a, this conference, especially when they're in the events field. Thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.